Welcome to Monday Morning Inspiration, a production of Christian Growth Ministry featuring Bible teacher Brad Simon. It's our prayer and desire to inspire and encourage you to grow in your faith and walk closer with the Lord. It was late on a Friday afternoon, and I was driving north on Interstate 55. As I drove around a curve in the highway, there it was, spread out before my eyes. I had met Debbie a few months earlier, and we had just started dating long distance. She lived in Chicago, Illinois, and went away to college at the University of Southern Illinois in Carbondale. I lived in Quincy, Illinois, a town of about 45,000, and attended a trade school there. Quincy is a beautiful little town situated on bluffs overlooking the Mississippi River. Growing up there, we had two buildings that were taller than three stories. There was a department store that was four stories tall and an office building, the tallest building in the city, that was ten stories tall. When Debbie went home from school that first summer while we were dating, her parents invited me to come to Chicago and spend the weekend with them. As you are driving into Chicago from the southwest, there is a big sweeping curve in the interstate followed by a long stretch of highway. When I rounded that curve, there before me was the most magnificent view of the skyline of Chicago, and I was seeing it for the very first time. I was mesmerized by the magnificence of the buildings that I could see on the horizon, and I just sat there staring at the view. The building sparkled as the sun danced across the glass windows of all of the buildings as they stretched upwards towards the heavens, tickling the clouds as they floated by. I was in the middle lane of five or six lanes of traffic, and it wasn't long before cars were flying past me honking their horns. I was so awestruck by the magnitude of the skyline in front of me, I had slowed down to around 40 miles an hour on the interstate. That weekend, Debbie's grandmother took us on a tour of downtown Chicago, and we went to all the normal tourist attractions. We drove down Lakeshore Drive. We visited the Field Museum and the Museum of Science and Industry. We saw the water tower that survived the Chicago fire and the Picasso statue in Daly Plaza and Buckingham Fountain in Grant Park. We walked through the streets of downtown Chicago, winding through the concrete canyons formed by the massive buildings on each side of us. We visited the John Hancock Building and all the famous stores along Michigan Avenue as we walked down the magnificent mile, and then over to State Street seeing all the large department stores. We went to the Sears Tower, as it was called back then. At the time, it was the tallest building in the world, and I remember standing at the base of the building on the sidewalk and just leaning back, looking up the side of the building. What an imposing view that provides of the skyscraper. And then we went down into the depths of the tower, three stories below ground, and we saw a movie of the construction of the building and how the foundation was made and how important that was. 
and we learned all about everything that went into building the skyscraper. Then we took an elevator and went all the way to the top to the observation deck. And oh, what a view from the top of that tower. We looked down at the buildings below us and out over the city and across Lake Michigan. It was a wonderful, beautiful view from on top of the skyscraper. When I walked through those streets of Chicago and saw the buildings, I gained a much greater appreciation for the skyline of Chicago. Oh, it was wonderful to sit outside the city and view that skyline, and I'm still amazed at the magnificent view it is as we drive to Chicago even today. But how much more appreciation I have because I went downtown and walked among those buildings. I learned all about them and saw the depths and heights of the buildings and the length and width of the city. About ten years later, my wife and I flew for the first time. We were going to a conference in Los Angeles and had a layover in Chicago. I remembered the feeling I had when I first drove into Chicago and saw that magnificent view of the skyline. I was excited to be able to see the buildings in downtown Chicago from the air. In great anticipation, I stared out the window of the plane, waiting to see the view. As the plane landed at O'Hare Airport, I realized I was on the wrong side of the plane, and I only saw houses in the suburbs. But on the connecting flight, I was on the correct side of the plane, and just after takeoff, I could see the buildings I so eagerly awaited to see. When I saw the buildings from the air, I remember feeling so disappointed. The buildings looked so tiny. The tallest building in the world looked so insignificant. Those massive concrete structures we wandered among and explored looked like little toys. But then, as I continued to watch, I realized that those buildings had not changed. They were just as impressive as they have always been. What changed was my perspective. As our plane traveled further from the airport, I could see Lake Michigan spread out beyond the buildings. I could see the main streets and highways leaving downtown in every direction. I could see all the homes and how the city was laid out. As we flew further, I could still see the city off in the distance, surrounded by the cornfields of the Midwest and the highways connecting Chicago to other cities. From my new perspective, I could now understand how those massive buildings fit into and related to the rest of the world. Those three different views of the skyline of Chicago relate to the way Christians are to approach the Bible. When we hear the Bible taught and when we read the Bible for ourselves, it's like sitting back miles away and seeing the overall view of the skyline of Chicago. It's awesome, it's powerful, and what a magnificent view of God we see in Scripture and how awestruck we become by His Word. But the distant view of the skyline is not the same as going downtown Chicago and walking among those buildings. When we dig into the Bible and study it, it's like walking through those concrete canyons downtown. We see the length and width and height and depths of God's love. 
we have a greater understanding of God and for his word. It becomes more powerful and personal to us, and we gain a greater appreciation for who God is and what he has given us through his word. Then, flying into Chicago and seeing the view of the skyline from up in the air is like meditating and memorizing God's word. When we take the time throughout our day to meditate on what we read, we gain an even deeper understanding of it and start to see things from God's perspective. As we meditate on his word, we begin to see how scripture fits into the world around us, and the Holy Spirit guides us and shows us how we can apply it to our daily lives. The Apostle Paul said, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God as a worker who does not need to be ashamed, accurately handling the word of truth. When we hear God's word taught and read it daily for ourselves, when we study it and memorize and meditate on it, then we can stand before God unashamed, a worker who can accurately handle his word of truth. Andrew Murray said, For the believer, taking time each day with God's word and prayer is indispensable. Without this, the joy and power of God's Holy Spirit in daily life cannot be experienced. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, forgive us for all the times we left our Bibles closed gathering dust on our shelf or bedside table. Forgive us for all the times we read our Bibles just to check it off a list and forgot what we read as soon as we closed the cover. Inspire within us that burning desire to learn from your word. Give us an unquenchable hunger and thirst to discover the truths revealed among Scripture's pages. Oh, may your Holy Spirit fill us and guide us as we meditate on your word showing us areas in our lives that we need to work on and how we can apply your truth in our daily lives. We ask these things in the authority and power of Jesus' name, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. You have been listening to Monday Morning Inspiration. We pray you were inspired by today's podcast and encourage you to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. For more information, go to ChristianGrowthMinistry.com. Thank you for listening.